Recently, we discussed traditional stories called fairy tales. These stories are passed down through the generations. We learned that these tales take place at an inexact time in the past, once upon a time, or long ago. They include wonderful characters and magical elements, like special numbers and talking animals. But that was just the start to these special stories. In today's everyday grammar, we will consider how fairy tales end. We also will talk about the setting, the action of the story, and the life lessons a reader might learn. The setting of a story answers questions about where it takes place. Since most fairy tales are very old stories, they take place in settings like forests, castles, villages, small countryside houses, or farms. Readers need to create a picture of these places in their minds. Fairy tales use adjectives to describe the wondrous settings. Let's look at a few examples. In the fairy tale Puss in Boots, the hero is a cat, which wears boots, that enters the stately castle of an ogre. There, the cat tricks the giant creature into turning himself into a mouse, which the cat immediately eats. In the castle, there are spacious halls, which the cat will later walk through with the king. The adjective stately means something that is impressive in appearance, behavior, or size. Spacious is another adjective meaning wide, open, and with a lot of room or space. The use of special adjectives in fairy tales is meant to paint a picture in the mind that makes the story come to life. In The Grimm Brothers' Telling of Snow White, the opening setting helps describe something else, Snow White herself. White snow was falling, and the cruel queen was sitting by a window, surrounded by black material. She stuck her finger with her sewing needle, creating red drops of blood. The queen asked for a child with these colors. Pale or snow-white skin, black hair, and rosy red cheeks and lips. In this telling, the setting creates a magical picture of our main character, even before she appears in the story. Let's move on to actions in the fairy tales. A hero or heroine might meet other important characters, fight an evil villain, complete a magical task or adventure, or do something three times. 
there are many possibilities. The action of the story answers the question, what is happening? It describes the events or plot of the story. We can look at the verbs and adverbs in the fairy tale to see how the plot develops and where the conflict comes in. Here is an example from The Snow Maiden. She grew very rapidly, not only daily, but hourly, into a tall, beautiful, and graceful girl. We see that the writer uses grew as the verb, and rapidly, daily, and hourly, to intensify the reader's understanding of the snow maiden's growth. After a time, spring comes, and so does conflict. Because the weather is warm, the snow maiden is sad, and she does not want to play with her friends in the forest. After a while, she finally agrees, but something happens. As the snow maiden was jumping over the flames, after her companions, she evaporated into a thin cloud. Here we see the phrasal verb to jump over in the past progressive form, and we see the verb evaporate, which is a highly descriptive verb meaning to disappear into nothing. And this brings us to lessons and closings. Not all fairy tales teach morals or lessons for our daily lives, but many do. Fables are such stories. They often use animals that behave like humans to teach lessons about life. These tales often end with a moral. For example, in The Town Mouse and the Country Mouse, the country mouse visits his cousin, the town mouse. In the busy town, their fancy dinner is interrupted by two large dogs. The moral of the story is, it is better to live in peace and quiet and have a simple life than to live in fear surrounded by comfortable objects. The final words in many fairy tales are well known. After the hero or heroine succeeds or there is a marriage, they all lived happily ever after. This phrase provides a summary to finish the story and leave readers with good thoughts. We often expect happy endings to many of our stories, not just fairy tales. Although many fairy tales do end this way, others might not. For example, the snow maiden ends sadly for the old husband and wife who wanted a child. The snow maiden evaporates while jumping over a fire. Today, we talked about fairy tale endings, which do not always end happily ever after. We answered the question of where when we talked about settings. We learned how adjectives can describe those places. 
we also considered the actions and plots of some fairy tales. By using verbs and adverbs, writers develop stories or create interesting conflict. And we gave some thought to the morals or lessons of the tales, especially with fables. Let's close with some homework. Do you remember the fairy tale you chose a few weeks ago? Answer the following questions. Where does the fairy tale take place? What verbs and adverbs are used to talk about the action or plot of the tale? Is there a moral or lesson? What is it? After that, consider how does the fairy tale end? Is there a happily ever after ending? Or is it sad? Send your answers to learningenglish at voanews.com. Share your work in the comments below. I'm Faith Perlow. And I'm Katie Weaver.